Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fudge and Meat. My name is Meat. I'm Anastasia. And I am Lily, and I am Fudge. Unfortunately, we haven't been around for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Considering it was the end of the school year, you know, finishing up finals, but hopefully we will be a lot more active during the summer because we don't have to worry about getting good grades. Yes, (laughs) which was... We kind of went through a stretch where when I wasn't in finals, you were, and when you weren't in finals, I was. And yeah, our finals not did a, not align. It's pretty yeah. rough. So there wasn't really a good time to sit down and record and create contact, content, but don't worry. It's been on our minds. We're, we're still thinking about it. At least I am. Here we are. We're back. Oh, yeah. We've been, we've been thinking about it. We've been thinking about it. Um, we've had I've had people ask us about the podcast recently, which was strange, and they also told us that our name was really weird. So, which we're aware of. <laughs> Thank you. We don't. Uh... We, yeah, we know. We're still hoping. We are. <laughs> we want someone to ask us why our name is our name. We will not answer that until a fan asks. <laughs> yes, we need to be asked explicitly. Why is that your name? And then we'll tell you. And I can promise you this much. It's kind of underwhelming, but it's still fun. Honestly, yeah, it is very underwhelming. But um, yeah, all right. Our names are weird. That's the feedback we got. I love it. And yeah. we are back. So we are kicking it off. We're still talking about the baseball season. First of all, I'd like to mention that the Bucks are doing fantastically. Well, That's pretty cool. Friggin' um, game seven, dude. Gosh dang. Go Bucks! Yeah, I will say <laughs> we don't really cover yeah. the Bucks. Honestly, I hope that's something we can get to. I hope that's something we could get to maybe in the future, like next year, next season, starting to get into basketball. Um, but it is pretty tough because it's at the same time as baseball, which is a lot I to mean, handle. But I, here we are. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about baseball, specifically one man in particular. Yes. Well, so okay, we were gonna make an episode a bit ago and then again just we're too too crazy schedules because in late may there was one of the most insane traits that came up and i was totally in awe of it and was scrambling and trying to wrap my head around it and making notes about it and if you're a brewers fan you probably know exactly what i'm talking about and that is willie adamas uh I will say initially, I really didn't know how I felt about this, but I was excited and I'm excited to have him. So if you are unaware of what happened, um, Willie Adamas was a shortstop, shortstops, was a shortstop for um, the Tampa Bay Rays. And all of a sudden in the end of May, we traded him um, along with their right-handed pitchers, right-handed pitcher Trevor Richards for J.P. Fireisen and Drew Rasmussen. And I will say, I was kind of upset. J.P. Fireisen was having a great season. Drew Rasmussen was having a good start. And yeah, we I'm know a, you love him. We I'm know a, you love him. I'm a J.P. stan. He's our Wisconsin boy. And that made me really sad. And I think- one, Yeah, it always yeah. hurts to let go of the, the native Wisconsin guys, doesn't it? it that one digs hurts. a little deeper. It's like, yeah, Jake Kumro, where are you? Um, it always just, there's like a, feels like it's like a (laughs) little shot to the heart. And the thing is with this, um, when he was originally traded, 
we weren't we weren't doing too great. And I will say it seemed like it was kind of a good move on both ends. I will personally say I do think the Rays were losing a little bit more, but they do have two ridiculous shortstops in their um, like pipeline right now in their farm. And speaking of which, Wander Franco is going to be pulled up for the Rays, so there you go. But at this time, we had traded Orlando Arcia early in the season to the Atlanta Braves for a couple of pitchers, and it seemed like Luis Urias was our everyday uh, shorting, starting shortstop. But then he kind of was underperforming and wasn't doing too great. And I love the kid, but it seemed like the Brewers were kind of getting sick of this, especially with like the sheer number of errors he was racking up. His bat just wasn't hot enough to compensate for that. Like Everybody knows Fernando Tatis Jr., he got a million errors. He kind of, he's kind of an error machine, but when you're as talented as him at the plate, you can't get too mad because you're like, he's compensating. It's, it works. It makes it work. He's like, hey, shitty defense, incredible offense. Sounds like a good trade. And they're like, yeah, we'll still win. And it's true. But with this for us, we really, that's not how it was really working for the Brewers. So Let's take back, now we are, I believe, with today, with the win today, we are 28 games in with Willie Adamas as a brewer, and I wanted to take a quick, Yay. I love him. I just want to say, before I even get into my comments on him, I love him. Like, he she loves might, that man. He's uh, still Christian Yelich, you are always my number one on the team, but Willie Adamas, you're pretty up there, but like, bucko, big fan of you. So... I would like to just kind of look at some of the notes I made originally when we made this trade. And for frame of reference, at this time, we were only 21 and 22. So we were under 500 and we weren't trending too great. So basically, my main thoughts was that I was really sad um, and upset that we were trading away the pitchers. But they were really hot and selling them while they're hot and you can get more for them is always great, um, especially with baseball you do kind of just trade pieces around all the time. It just happens. That's kind of just had the way of the game. A lot of trading, especially because there's so many guys and there's so many guys in like the farm systems and in the minor leagues. So you kind of got to try to see what you can get and put it out there. And reportedly too, the Brewers were actually looking at Adamas for a really long time. Um, and so this was one of those things that even though it seems a little shocking to us, it was a long time coming and something that we probably should have just expected. But the thing is, why am I so excited about this? And why was I so excited to get Willie Adamas? It's because I'm a big Rays fan. So Tell I think us, I've, Lily. I've mentioned it before, I believe. But uh, my favorite American League team are the Tampa Bay Rays. I started following them like religiously last season. Um, and I will say, like, I occasionally followed them because there are a lot of Brewers, like, ex players that made their way there. And then we also have a lot of x-rays. I was going to say, what, what's your reasoning for loving them? What's well, your reason? let's get the exact reason. And I think you know this. Tyler Glasnow, um, who also has a podcast. Hi. Um, he's hot. He's just straight up really what's hot. What's up, Tyler? He's six, wait, six, seven, six, eight. I think six, seven. Uh, gorgeous pitcher. Throws that heat. That whew, He's always just pitching the gas. And I'm like, woo, hot. And... I fell for him a couple he's seasons ago. He's hot and he's talented. What's not to love? Yeah, hot and talented. Like, what the hell? Like, and I started to really like him a couple seasons ago. And then I started following the Rays a little bit more carefully. And then when they made their World Series run, though they lost, 
I was following along for the adventure and I was really enjoying the team. Like Brett Phillips um, is a former brewer. Love the hell out of that man. He's so fun and he's so great and funny. And if he ever came back to the brewers, I'd be real happy. But that's kind of like why I'm a bit of a Rays fan. And also to just like other teams, it's fun. It's fine. Like you can cheer for somebody else too. But again, to reiterate, my loyalty does follow the brewers if we do play the Rays. Um, but that's kind of why I'm a fan of them. So I'm, I was pretty familiar with Willie Adamas. Um, I never knew his stats or anything too well, but I remembered like big plays, um, occasionally when you see his name, cause he has a lot of flair, a lot of energy he brings to the game. And I was like, okay, you know what? This could be a good move. Um, but a lot of people were upset with the move because at the time we traded him, he was only hitting 197 on the season and had a 30% strikeout rate which isn't fantastic. And also to note, his career batting average at this point in time was 254. And so that's not the most promising. And I'm sure the Rays were kind of like, we knew there was something behind him that was going to be a little bit better. So we'll just, we'll sell him, sell him for some good pitching. And it's paid off for both teams by a lot. And like David Stern said, um, he's a shortstop who's just proven to be one of the best defensive shortstops in baseball. His defense is spectacular. He's already had these show-stopping plays, and it's just clear that we're kind of getting our worth out of him already. And it is sad to kind of see Urias being knocked out of his spot as everyday shortstop, but at the same time, he's filling a new super utility role, and it's been working out really well for him. Um... It's just kind of insane to see that, especially since Travis Shaw dislocated his shoulder, Arias is starting a lot at third base, and that's not something I would have ever expected, but the game is unpredictable, and it's a long season. So far, this move is pretty great. And I would just like to point out, though, I basically said we needed something to start us to get our bats a little hotter. We need a spark plug. We need something to make us go. And I was saying... This move shows that we're looking for that spark. We're looking for that energy to get us hot again, to bring us on, to make us just straight up be on fire. We're not looking for any firefighter here. We want, we're looking for an arson. And boy, howdy, we found it. Because. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girl. What? You know, it's just a really, really bad um, analogy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Terrible. It's okay. I mean, this is what we're all in for, but... Oh, wow. <laughs> like, so again, as I was saying... Ooh, write that one down, guys. <laughs> you like it a lot? Um, can you oh, tell yeah, we're tired? Can you, we're, two, we're on two different ends of the tired spectrum. There's <laughs> you and then there's me. But, again, at the time I made all these notes... Yeah, we got that. We got the tired tired and we got the hyper tired. Bro, I'm running on... I'm on, I'm on fire right now. I need a firefighter to Oh, me yeah, down. I can tell. <laughs> she, um, someone get a firefighter on aisle fudge over here. This is... I mean, it's that paired with I'm just super excited to talk about baseball again. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Okay, kind of, you know, a quick, quick, quick segue again. We needed to find that local arsonist, and we did. Um, so since the time that I wrote that and since the trade, uh, we have hit a big hot streak. For a little bit, we were the hottest team in baseball, and we're 10 games over 500, Ooh. and we're sitting on top of the NL Central, though tied with the Chicago Cubs. Um, and 
Well, we, we just split the series um, against the Rockies today, which, thank God, we did not lose the series to the Rockies. I'll take a split. And we are going through a five-game losing streak, and it was snapped because of a two-run blast by Willie fucking Adamas in the ninth inning. Like, holy shit, bucko. That was just fantastic to see. And with the win today, I believe we were, we're sitting now at 40 and 32, and we're once again tied for the NL Central with the Cubs. So, yeah, Ooh. kind of insane to see that happening. And I mean, I'm not excited about the Cubs, but... Not the Cubs, straight up. <laughs> Happy for us, not the Cubs. Yeah, and so this is one of those things that now it's already been, I think, 28 games with um, Adamas as a brewer. And there's some things that we obviously need to talk about and some things that we've noticed. Obviously, there's not a total... Co- okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say there's an extremely strong correlation between the Brewers' hot streak and Willie Adamas. Like, it's basically the reason for this hot streak. We have won a lot more games with him as a Brewer, even when he doesn't play. Like, that's pretty baller. And a lot of people were worried about how low his batting average was. Um, and we're kind of like, ooh, why would we want to get somebody like that uh, and anybody who's saying that isn't too familiar with him or the Rays because Tropicana Park, Tropicana Field, sorry, Tropicana Field, forgive me, uh, is not a great place for hitters. He hits the ball hard, and I wouldn't call him a slugger because he's really not, but he tends to go for the long ball. I'll just say that much. And Tropicana Field does not, does not favor those types of hitters. It's more of a pitcher's park. Miller Park, which I will always call Miller Park, on the other hand, is so hitter-friendly. Yeah, I was going to say, American Family Field. I'm sorry, screw that. <laughs> no, we're just, for the time, well, unless American Family it is Insurance. Park. Yeah, if they want to sponsor us, then I'll maybe start calling it that, and only that, and I'll, like, really vouch for it. But for the time being, it's only Miller Park. Um, and Bucko, he has... He's been doing so well at Miller Park, though we have had a lot of home, we have had a lot of away games. Um, his batting average went from 197 to 237, and ooh, that's pretty exciting to see. And his batting average as a Brewer is at 292, so it's just clear that he's hitting a lot better with the Brewers and has been swinging that bat well. Has been clutch as hell. He got that clutch gene, um, and he's been killing it on the defense. Uh, and I think one of the most important things to talk about with him is his character and just the type of guy he is. Because, holy shit, he is fun to watch. And he looks like he's just constantly enjoying playing the game. But he's known for just having a lot of fun and for always smiling, being happy on the sidelines, being a big dugout guy. And when he came into the team, he only knew a handful of the guys. He knew Avisayel Garcia pretty well because Avi was on the Rays for a bit. Um, but, you know, it was kind of... I'm sure it's scary to all of a sudden just step into a new team and hope that everybody likes you and, you know, that you fit in. And immediately, he seemed to just, like, seamlessly integrate himself into the Brewers team. Uh, He right away became that guy on the sidelines waiting after someone got a home run to give him high fives, pat him down, pump him up, make sure he's excited. And he just immediately started doing that. It was a lot of fun in the dugout. And he's part of the whole El Tigre thing going on right now with the Brewers with the claws up. Um, which, if you're a longtime Brewers fan, very reminiscent of Monster Mode. Or I forget if it's Monster something, but wah. But this time it's arr. And we got them claws up. And that's just been so much fun. Like, everyone's doing it. You got everyone from Yelich to Vogelbach 
to Colton Wong, everyone. Like, that's just fun. And I've just really been enjoying seeing it. I think he's just added a little bit more of the energy that we've needed to the team. And it's not to say that we weren't complete without him, and it's not to say that we're complete now, but it just feels like he was needed and just meant was meant to be on this Brewers team. Um, and I just love his enthusiasm and the way he plays. And one of my favorite things I heard was there was a tweet only, I think it was like four or five days, or maybe it might've been like six days after um, he was being traded. And he said in an interview that he was happy to play with the Brewers and hopes to be in Milwaukee for quote unquote, for many years. And he also liked the vibe of the team right off the bat. And oh, that like made me cry. Like I'm happy that the feelings are mutual because- That's so cute. That's I'm, so, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you're loving it here, bud. <laughs> like, that just makes me happy. And I think he's instantly already been like a fan favorite. He's just been nonstop clutch. Uh, when, if you don't follow us on Twitter, please follow us on Twitter, Fudge and Me, spelled out. Um, whenever, I feel like I tweet just Willie Adamas or something about Willie Adamas, like, almost every day at this point. Because he's always just coming up clutch, he's always doing something, and it just makes me so happy that this trade actually panned out. Um, especially since when we traded, uh, Zach Davies and Trent Grisham for Eric Lauer and Luis Urias, a lot of people were extremely underwhelmed, especially since Trent Grisham has really progressed to be a great player for the Padres. And Eric Lauer has not panned out too well for us. He actually did have a good outing-ish today. Um, and Luis Arias really hasn't been the guy we expected him to be. So to see this trade actually work out is fantastic. And even so, people thought that this would be bad for Arias. It's been great for him. He's been hitting the ball well. He's been doing really well since we traded for um, Adamas. And it's just one of those things where, yeah, it might have seemed a little strange at first. A lot of people weren't, ag- weren't for it, but I think in the long run, we, wrong, long run, we just have to realize how good of a move this was for us. And of course, there is so much season left, but I just think he's going to be somebody who's going to be consistently producing for us. He has the energy, he has the enthusiasm, and his charisma and just overall demeanor, I think have really just changed the Brewers, this team, um, to be ready to get out there, to have fun and to win and to try to win. Every day it's a new day and they're playing competitive baseball. They're not going to let themselves slide down to the bottom of the NL Central, knock on wood. Um, But it just to me shows that we're in this to win and that's the mentality that I really want to see out of this team considering all these players we have and you know now Yelich is heating up um again like I said Urias is heating up and we have a few other players that Colton Wong's back from the IL he's been heating up so it's kind of like I think we just needed this I think we needed this extra push to show that we're in it and that we're not just going to be you know, sitting behind the Cardinals and the Cubs that, no, we're a top contender this division and we're ready to take it on. Like, we're ready to take everybody in the National League on. And it's just really refreshing. And I think people have been pretty underwhelmed in the postseason, so, or in the offseason with some of our trades and decisions. So it's great to see us actually do something that A, panned out and 
B is having like instant effects and showing that we're really in this. Um, and those are kind of my main thoughts on Willy, and I'm sure as the season progresses, because boy howdy, do we have a lot of games left. It's still, there's still a long, long time to go, but I'm sure there'll be some really interesting developments with him and to see how he continues to produce for the Brewers. I mean, obviously he's not gonna stay this hot forever. Um, no player will, but we can just hope that he kind of stays um, as a consistent part of our offense for the upcoming stretch of a million games. Because, you know, I think what now we're like about, I think we're a good 60 something games in. Oh no, more than that, 72. Oh God. Yeah, so less than 100, guys. Pretty exciting. We're deep in it. We're deep in it. We're, oh man, I mean, we'll probably, I'm hoping that there's not too much we have to cover at the trade deadline because I don't, the trade deadline stresses me out a lot. I won't lie. I'm always worried that we're all of a sudden going to just like trade away Corbin Burns or something. And then we're like, why, why would we do that? So we'll probably cover that oh, when that inevitably happens and we go through with that. But those are like the last hours of the trade deadline. Meet, you're in for a you're fi you're in for a treat. They're not fun. It's awful. Oh God. But can't I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of concludes. Meat is in for a treat. Meat's baby. in for a treat, and anybody who follows baseball will know exactly what I mean with the. <laughs> I mean, maybe some people don't get as caught up in the trade deadline as I do, but boy, do I! I am on Twitter. I'm refreshing nonstop, and I'm waiting for it to be over and for all the moves to be announced because. <clears throat> Again, I'm so I'm so scared of trading people. I don't like trades, even when we, we traded for Willie Thomas, and it's been amazing. I love you, Willie. I love you very much. Speaking of Twitter, if you follow either one of our sports, so right now it's football and baseball, I would highly recommend you follow the Twitter because we usually live tweet during games. Yep. Um, so, for example, if you're caught up in the baseball season, following Fudgemi, keep your Twitter open. You're going to see some pretty relatable tweets that you can follow along with during the game, which I think are really, really fun. I think that's one of my favorite parts of watching Packer games, for sure, is following all the accounts and having all the funny tweets come out. So we highly recommend you follow us on Fudge and Meat. Aaron Nagler um, follows us. Also, just <laughs> join, I'm, like, be like Aaron I was, I was going to say, um, I, I just wanted to, just as a test, to see if he's listening, shout out Aaron Nagler. Um, yeah. Thank you for your constant support and your follow. We love that for you. Yeah, we we appreciate it. Um, uh, Aaron Nagler, if you are listening to this, um, tweet at us your favorite yacht rock song at the moment. I know you got some good music taste. You've been posting on your stories, so I expect you to. <laughs> if you're listening, this is honestly, a test. yeah, that's kind of fun. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, tell us. Um, this this is a test. Um, and if you don't pass, I guess we'll just be disappointed. I'll have some um, kind so words. So yeah, Aaron, that one's for you. Yeah, shout out. Oh, you know what we haven't mentioned this episode? Shout yet? out. Hmm. Robert hmm. Tunyon. You know. <laughs> Robert Tunyon, honest, okay, so, so the thing about Robert Tunyon is I'm 
pretty positive he is dating someone. Yeah, we're upset. Um, Won't lie. So, uh, yeah. Well, also, I just feel like we've done it before. I'll do it again. I feel like apologies are in order. This is the same thing that happened before. We may before. be out of line. But also, Tanyan, we are dedicated fans, and we love you, and we just want to say your name in every episode because we love you. It's become so, a tradition, and... Um, everybody, just we just want to make sure Robert Tanyan is always on our minds and yours. Never forget about him, ever. No, and you know, ever. the current Packers offseason, it's a little upsetting, and a lot is up in the air, but do you know it's not up in the air? Oh, you know what? Let's let's just get into that. Let's just get into that a little bit while we're here. Yeah, we need to talk <laughs> about it. Listen, segue from Tanyan to Packers. Aaron Rodgers is genuinely pissing me off. Baby, he's a baby. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a quote where he's saying that this has been you know, one of the quiet off-seasons he's dreamed of or something like that. And it's like, you know how it would be quieter if you just told us what the hell is going on? Like, just say, what do you mean a quiet off-season? This has not been quiet. People won't shut up about you. If you want a quiet off-season, then quit acting like a child and tell us what's going on. He's just a big baby. And the thing that kind of does make me laugh just a little bit is I know Packers fans went from being like, stressed out paranoid everyone was freaking out to now everybody's all just like what the fuck aaron just tell us and like it's more just like Packer well fans listen are listen that's the thing is well yeah i respect aaron Rodgers and he's talented and i love him you know he's done a lot for a team but at the same time i'm not gonna respect him if he's acting like a child he's being a baby. <laughs> like um to both the team and to the fan base i i'm like embarrassed for him i, th- I think this is ridiculous um, so what's what's the little what's the little tidbit that you texted me the other day? We got a little secret secret. Oh, okay. Well, we need to talk about this, and then I have another tweet. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for you to. I was. You got it. You wow, got it. <laughs> I forgot about this. So Aaron Rodgers has renewed. We, psst, psst, we have a secret. Yeah. Hi, guys. We have a secret. We have a secret. Getting close. Getting close. Don't t- don't tell anyone. This is just for you. So, Aaron Rodgers. In case you were wondering, he renewed his membership for the Green Bay Country Club for the rest of the year. <gasps> All right, guys, don't don't tell anyone. But he renewed his membership. Uh, so that was just a little fun fact we thought we would share. Um, I mean, I think he's definitely rich enough that if he just wanted to renew it and leave, he could. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but guessing the. Do you know how much Green Bay Country Club memberships are? Because I'm just going to say they're probably expensive, but probably not that expensive. Like, I can't afford it, but... Probably not a lot. I'm going to look it up. But also the point is, is to, uh, you know, if if you are pretty set on leaving, I don't think you would consciously renew it, Aaron Rodgers wealthy or not. That seems a little silly. No, and so I'm expecting during the season we might see... Rogers and Shailene and living it up at the country club pool, potentially going down that very oh, nice Oh, God, line. yeah, can't wait. You know, I'm just really hoping, hoping that we can see him there and have a fun time. But, yeah, I like we've already been saying, we're very highly doubtful that he'll actually leave. And we think he's being a drama queen. I'm and a still baby doubtful. And a diva. And I think he's just putting on a show. Yeah, I a thousand percent agree. I I don't think there's 
any actual weight to anything he's doing or saying. No. Um, you know what would be really funny? If Aaron Rodgers listened to our podcast and left because of us. You know. <laughs> he's like, these girls think they know what's up. Shut up, fudge and meat. <laughs> you know what, though? I would take it. Be- I would as well, because that means he listens. Yeah, and so. like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it That's sucks, cool. but Aaron Rodgers listened to our podcast? Um, the one thing I would like to say to him is, we talked about it the other day, too. This is another tweet that pissed me off. Um, when the Bucks won, uh, I forget which game. Oh, it was after uh, maybe game three or something. And he just tweeted W and then, num- like, hashtag what what yeah i saw that and it made me mad like hello all right so so uh, god i'm i'm trying to figure out some country club membership i think you have to like you have to like inquire i was looking at their website you can't they don't just yeah you have to actually ask no um which is disgusting the thing, we'll yeah. get back to you. We'll inquire. We'll do some digging. Wait, I think I found... I might have found something, but the funny thing about the country club, and, you know, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it. He's been a member since his uh, practice squad ga- practice squad days, and I know this because he... Oh, yeah, this is a really fun story you guys are going to love. He, so my sister used Little to be... Little practice squad Aaron. Yeah, so young, young cocky... Not that he's not cocky still... Young Buck. I was going to say, not much has changed. No. So very young, uh, cocky Aaron Rodgers on the practice squad was a member at the Green Bay Country Club, even then. My sister worked there and was waiting at his table, and he left. He gave her um, the bill, like he signed everything, blah, blah, blah. She looked at it, saw he wrote his number down, and she went, ew, he's not cute, and threw it away. Oh, that's that, it breaks my heart every time. Like, ugh, this practice squad guy. Well, and again, in reality, and then he turns out to be Aaron freaking Rogers. The sad part is, I mean, in reality, at the time, at the time, I would have done the exact same, same thing. thing. He was not cute, and he was not cute, and we had Brett Favre. So yeah, like, why would I care about that? And. And my brother-in-law is always like, do you regret that? Like, he'll ask her. He's like, do you regret doing that? And she's like, no. Like, do you really think? Like, I'm not content with that decision. She was like, did you look at him back then? Yeah, she's like, you know what? We're going to tweet a photo of practice squad Aaron Rodgers. Um, just for kicks. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Do it. Like, we're going to tweet it immediately. So if you listen, you know exactly what that's for. Yeah, you're... But basically, we're tweeting that so you so you also can see exactly why um, Fudge's sister <gasps> rejected Rogers. God, he was... Whew. He went cute. Yeah, not he's saying he's, like, else. a stud right he now. not. <laughs> Again, if he wasn't with Shailene, I'd probably, I'd probably tap that. But, like, I don't know. I'm trying to, like, that was probably Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, he's still with, he's with Shailene, and I would still tap that, so. Fuck Shailene Woodley, sorry. Sorry, Shailene, if you're listening. (laughs) I'm sorry. We've said, Shailene, yeah, apologies, but also, I've said it in the last, did I say this in the podcast? I think it's all your fault, so. Listen. (laughs) When in doubt, if you, 
because really because we have no reason to blame for what's going on the only new addition is shailene woodley so clearly um because correlation equals causation yeah it's her fault that all this is happening with rogers yeah um so yeah shailene we're not your biggest fans right now no um and if you could talk some sense into him even if i met you in person i'd probably say what the hell you know i'll yeah, I still don't know if I'd be super kind in person either. Um, so, God, we're assholes. We're tiny yeah, little assholes. Yeah, wow. We we have no reason to be this mean, and we just are. Um, yeah, I'm But full. we gotta blame someone, and so, sorry, Shailene. Shailene, you are in our uh, line of vision, and it's gonna be you. Like, we could blame, we can blame Aaron Rodgers, but we've already done that enough. So, like... <laughs> Who are we, we gonna play Mason We've done Crosby? that enough, and yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Mason! Fuck you, Mason! <laughs> All right. Anyways, <laughs> I feel like it's about time to wrap this up. We're kind of going on a tangent. We're here. rambling a little um, bit. But thank but... you guys so much for listening to another episode of Fudge and Meat. If you have any thoughts, please feel free to share them with us. Follow our Twitter. Um, shout out Aaron Nagler and. Yeah, we love you. We love you so much. Bye. Bye.